0: You might think that VPNs are only for the tech savvy, but the reality is that using the internet without it is like writing an important report and forgetting to save. You might be fine, but what if your computer crashes and all your hard work is gone? I always use ExpressVPN because whenever you connect to a public Wi-Fi like that of a cafe or airport, you are exposed to hackers using that network, and you're more vulnerable than you think. Anyone with cheap hardware could gain access to your financial data and passwords and sell it on the dark web. A VPN creates a layer of security that not even a hacker with a supercomputer can get past. I can't surf the internet without my ExpressVPN and I can't stress to you how much I recommend it for your online safety. It works on all devices and it's so easy to use. Secure your online data today by visiting expressvpn.com slash That's expressvpn.com slash be amazed and you can get an extra three months free. ExpressVPN.com slash be It seems these days, companies will do anything for a bit of exposure. But in that desperate search for attention, marketing strategies occasionally go beyond just being ignored and explode into fantastical spectacles of utter failure. Let's get down to business with some marketing strategies that failed spectacularly. You're listening. you listening. You're listening to... In 2017, Audi's Chinese marketing team learned that comparing women to used cars is a seriously wrong turn after they released an ad promoting their used cars. In the ad, we see two people about to get married. In the middle of the ceremony, however, the groom's mother begins physically inspecting the bride with no care for her comfort or consent. You know, like you might to livestock or in this case, a used car. In case that comparison wasn't clear enough as the scene concludes the caption, an important decision must be made carefully, appears on the screen. Obviously, comparing women to property, used property at that, has a slightly troubled past and unsurprisingly, this upset a few viewers. People around the world, especially in China, called for a full boycott of the brand and social media sites blew up with detailed criticism of the ad. The company tried to duck controversy by having a spokesperson claim it was developed by a joint venture partner, but people weren't satisfied by this and outrage burned on for weeks. That kind of controversy gets a lot of engagement on social media platforms such as Twitter, or shall I say X, and occasionally brands try to benefit from these trends as participating in a popular hashtag can be a clever way for a brand to gain some attention on social media. Sometimes, though, brands fail to check other uses of the hashtag to see whether their brand fits the narrative. This was precisely the case with DiGiorno Pizza's Twitter account in 2014. Around that time, hashtag whyistayed and hashtag whyileft were trending across social media in a collective effort to raise awareness about domestic violence and the nuances of each victim's situation. (gasps) The DiGiorno assumed the hashtag related to relationships in general, not necessarily abusive ones. Driven by this misunderstanding, they tweeted hashtag whyistayed, dot, 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 you had pizza. Funnily enough, people didn't take too kindly to their deeply personal discussion being hijacked by a brand to advertise pizza. The tweet was deleted almost instantly after backlash poured in. Whoa. Giorno apologized and insisted they didn't know the hashtag's context beforehand. They even sent out personalized apologies to anyone who tweeted at them for some time. But no apology could cover that pepperoni-shaped scar left on the brand's public image. While DiGiorno's scandal was likely a matter of good intentions and a lack of research, an absurd commercial for the Chinese detergent, Kyobi, is something else entirely. To advertise their product, they show a black man in paint-stained clothes joining a Chinese woman doing laundry. As he gets closer, she grabs him and throws him into the washing machine. After some time, a Chinese man pokes his head out of the machine's door and joins his newly satisfied partner. It all rounds off with the claim that change begins with a Coyote pod. Seriously, look it up on YouTube later, this outrageous ad still exists. Well, Coyote, I'm not sure ethnicity is the kind of change most people are looking for in their laundry products. Of course, an advert associating black skin with dirtiness rightfully received widespread international anger with some of the most vocal responses coming from the United States. As voices arose, though, many pointed out that the precedent for ads like this was pioneered by U.S. advertisers throughout the 20th century. That being said, racial issues aren't unique to China or the USA, so you'd think virtually anyone could have foreseen that this laundry ad was heading the way of a washing machine full of bricks. Next up, for some reason, the people working at Renault in 1977 decided the perfect shape for a car was that of a pear and they really doubled down on this utterly bizarre idea in their ad campaigns. Translated into English, an ad boasted, the Renault 14 is like a pear. At the front, a minimum of space for the transverse engine. At the back, maximum space for comfort. While these are fairly good selling points, spacing a vehicle around a common non-exotic fruit doesn't tend to get people particularly excited. More than that, though, is the fact that la poire, French for pear, is also French slang meaning gullible. Obviously, this isn't the label most potential buyers seek out when buying a car. Whatever reason you want to point to, though, Renault's pair rotted in the lukewarm air as public interest never rose while it was around. Now, it's only remembered as a cornerstone example of what not to do when advertising a car. Now, Dasani, Coca-Cola's brand of bottled water, is a commonplace billion-dollar product in the United States. In the UK, however, Dasani is a rare sight in stores thanks to a disastrous promotional campaign. Back in 2003, they launched a massive UK campaign hoping to dominate the bottled water industry across the pond. Their marketing needed to be clever though. After all, UK customers expected their bottled water to be naturally sourced and Dasani was being bottled at a tap water plant in Kent. To get the public on board, they told them Dasani had spunk. While Spunk describes a quirky, energetic attitude in the States, it means uh, something else in the United Kingdom. All I'll say is this. It comes from men's nether regions, and for most people at least, it's the last thing you'd want in your bottled water. Besides the PR nightmare that caused, the reality of what actually was in Dasani water would become a much bigger issue. When people discovered that dasani was essentially tap water coca-cola doubled down on the idea that their additional filtration measures made it taste better unfortunately it transpired that the use of ozone in the additional measures reacted with compounds in the regular water and inadvertently added illegally high amounts of bromate and unfortunately for dasani bromate has been linked to cancer growth regular tap water contained none of the substance at all Coke recalled half a million bottles and advised those who had purchased Dasani not to drink it. Juggling these rather absurd messes and receiving no positive reception for their overpriced product, Dasani had no choice but to pull out of the UK in March of 2004. What a disaster. This next cringe-worthy case from the mid-2010s wasn't an instant failure, but when it did fail, it failed hard, thanks to a very unfortunate coincidence. Early in 2013, Nike unveiled a campaign with Oscar Pistorius, who at the time was a widely loved double amputee Olympian runner. One of the images that came out of it included a sequence of him starting a race, decorated with the caption, I am the bullet in the chamber, it referenced his speed and power as an athlete. The ad aged worse than sun-dried milk though, as Oscar was arrested for gunning down his girlfriend not long after the ad debuted. Nike shoved the campaign almost immediately, but it stayed up on Oscar's official site for a while longer, keeping the controversy alive despite Nike's efforts. When asked for comment, Nike officials repeatedly declined to discuss their previous endorsement of Pistorius along with their sponsorship deal. They did, however, confirm their separation from him after further details of the case emerged. Though Nike would like the world to forget about the ordeal, thanks to Pistorius' actions, the campaign would be remembered as one of the most tragically disastrous in history. But not as scandalous as this next case. Back in 2015, a German woman scanned the QR code on the back of her ketchup bottle, expecting to be taken to the hindsight for a design-your-own-bottle contest. However, the URL of the QR code led to featured images that don't pair particularly well with dinner. When it unexpectedly took her to a, well, 18-plus website, she decided it was worth sharing on Facebook, and the discovery went viral overnight. Upon inspection, Heinz discovered that the QR code had expired after the end of the promotion and had been snagged by a malicious site looking for some extra marketing. That's some creative brand exposure from the naughty website, but without sounding like Ned Flanders, risking exposing children to that kind of content seems a little immoral. It's certainly a funny story, but not many condiment companies want to be associated with the carnal acts. But if anyone's into that saucy kind of thing, it seems Heinz is the way to go. Now, if I were to tell you that at one point, toothpaste powerhouse Colgate tried to expand their market into frozen dinners, your initial reaction probably tells you why it didn't work. It's just wrong. I mean, what next? Toothpaste and fresh orange ice cream? Without stopping to think whether they should, in the early 80s, Colgate launched their kitchen entrees range. The total left turn from the purely toothpaste-focused company made people wonder, why and how? Would they be putting toothpaste in the food? Was the food meant to clean your teeth like the dog treats? These types of questions made the debut of Colgate Kitchen Entrees in 1982 the height of the frozen dinner craze. An extremely weird one. The products in reality were surprisingly normal, offering relatively healthy, bland selections of microwavable dinners. But despite the fact that they were essentially just standard microwave meals, the attachment of the Colgate name ensured a certain level of weirdness stuck to them. This weirdness, unfortunately, didn't lead to purchases out of curiosity, and the product brushed itself off the shelves soon afterwards. As we've explored in part one of this series, giveaways and promos should never underestimate how far customers can go to make the most of an opportunity, and this next case exemplifies that. In 2018, a Domino's branch in Russia was looking for a way to promote its brand more aggressively than ever before. Someone in the promotions department must have had a few too many slices of extra spicy because they came up with a pretty crazy way to gain some publicity. Their idea was something along the lines of, Why not have people tattoo our logo on them in exchange for 100 free pizzas a year for life? This plan, crazy as it sounds, might have been both eye-grabbing and lucrative if they had just accounted for one thing. People really like pizza, and the only thing they like more is getting it for free. One thing led to another, and after just five days, more than 350 people got prominently displayed tattoos of the Domino's logo to secure their lifetime cheesy fix. Unable to keep up with this massive non-paying customer base, the branch had to shut down the promotion after begrudgingly handing out 381 free pizza certificates to loyal participants. I'm sure you'll agree that a tattoo was a small price to pay for free pizza every three days or so for life. Although following that kind of diet may turn a lifetime supply into about a year, if your arteries have anything to say about it but at least they would slightly lighten Domino's profitless pizza commitments. And lastly, the story of Malala Yousafzai is an extremely powerful one, so understandably it might be used by a charity or humanitarian group for their purposes. Advertisements for a mattress company, on the other hand, are the last place you'd expect to see a reference to Yousafzai's story. Her story, for those who don't already know, made her the youngest ever recipient of the Nobel Peace Prize in 2014, aged only 17. Malale had been an active advocate of education rights for women in Pakistan, which resulted in an assassination attempt by extremists who opposed female education. They shot Malale and left her to die, but she survived and told the world her story. So, if you were the head of a PR company, how would you use the story of Malale Yousafzai to advertise your clients' mattresses? If your answer to that question is, what's wrong with you? I would never consider doing such an insensitive and callous thing. Then you're already doing better than what the Indian arm of PR firm, Ogilvy & Mather did in 2014. In the poster they designed, Malale is shown being shot falling down onto a curl-on mattress and bouncing off it to accept a humanitarian prize. Everything's tied off with the caption, bounce back. After understandable backlash, the PR company apologized, claiming they would investigate how their standards were compromised in this case. The attempt to make it appear like a momentary oversight rather than a decision that was greenlit by several members of the company's leadership didn't fool anyone. Consumers and publications around the world made it clear that unsurprisingly, using a disaster to sell mattresses isn't something you can bounce back from easily. If you were amazed at these tragic marketing strategies, you might want to check out part one of this series, which also explored another disastrous mattress company that's done a very similar thing, but with the Twin Towers instead. Seriously, what's wrong with you mattress marketers? You should have slept on these ideas before jumping into bed with them. Thanks for listening, and I'll see you next time you want to be amazed.